Hilary Duff is so cute, but I'm not into blondes. Hey, um, yeah, uh, just to kind of flip your world upside down, my name is Taylor, and I'm gay. I don't even know where I start this myself. So two of the questions that I get asked most often are one, how did you not realize you're gay? And two, how did you realize you're gay? So we're going to go over that in this episode. I feel like the answer to both of these questions are really intertwined into one. So to start, I feel like a lot of my issues stem from compet, and if you are questioning yourself, you probably know what this is, but if you don't, it's just basically the idea that heterosexuality is kind of forced upon you in society. I mean, everywhere you turn everyone is straight. I mean, I grew up in a straight household where everyone in my family was straight, everyone around me, my neighbors, my friends' parents were straight. I don't even know if I knew anyone. Like, I don't even know if my parents had anyone that I knew that was gay. I know my mom was friends with someone who was gay, but anyways, I feel like in my life, there was not any instances of people being gay. I just grew up in a very straight society And women are taught at a pretty early age that, you know, making men happy is kind of your job, whether that's intentional or not. You know, you always have to look pretty for a man. You're always searching for your husband or, you know, a boyfriend. A lot of cultures are really based on how to please men or even like when I grew up reading magazines, it was always, you know, how you can please a man or how you can make yourself look good for a man or how you can get a boyfriend. I feel like society really focuses a lot on what women can be doing for men and to achieve that lifestyle that society kind of pushes on you. So personally, I grew up just kind of thinking there was one way to be and that was straight and that you grow up and eventually you'll find a husband and you'll have a family and that is the life that everybody is supposed to live. I didn't really know anything different. So personally in my life, I grew up with a different family life than I feel like a lot of people did. I kind of had a mis- representation of what love and a marriage and a relationship should be. Without getting too personal, my parents got divorced when I was about 18, 19 years old, and they had stayed together my whole life so that I wouldn't have to live in a divorced family and, you know, I would have my family together as I was growing up. My parents did this for me so that I would have a better home life, but I feel like it kind of hurt me more in the end because I just had the wrong idea of what a marriage and relationship should be. Although my parents would sometimes spend time together and would do things together, for the most part, they were pretty separate. When I was a young adult, my parents slept in different bedrooms They never, ever, ever were affectionate with each other. I never saw them, like, hug or kiss or do anything affectionate. And they really just didn't get along that much. They got along somewhat, but they also, they just didn't love each other. It was very clear that they weren't in love with each other. And even as a kid, I 
my dad brings this up to me a lot now. Also, I used to always say to my parents, you guys should just get a divorce already. And it wasn't me not wanting my parents to be together, but I think I saw that they really just didn't like each other and that they would always be threatening this divorce that I would be really concerned about. I would worry about it as a kid that my parents were going to split up. And then when I got to be 18 years old and finally thought, oh, wow, they've made it this long. They're going to stay together. (laughs) They told me that they were getting a divorce, which ended up being for the best. But had they done this earlier in life, I think things would have been a lot different. I don't know whether that's for the better or not. So I, I just had a misrepresentation of what marriage should be. I thought as long as you somewhat get along with your partner and you like them as a person and want to spend time with them but can also like live a separate life, then that's a marriage. I thought that it's okay if you don't have any romantic or loving feelings towards them and I thought it was actually pretty normal for people who had been in relationships or marriages for a long period of time. I kind of thought it was normal that you don't have a romantic desire towards that person anymore. And while I think obviously sometimes the desire is not strong, you definitely should still want to be romantically involved with that person. And because my representation of marriage and love wasn't like that, I kind of based my own relationships on what I saw in my own parents. And so for me personally, in my past relationship of nine years, I did not want to be romantic at all. And I did not want to be sexual at all to the point where I actually thought that I might be asexual. And I think my my ex thought I was asexual. And I know that that is kind of a common occurrence in a lot of women who are dating men and just now realizing that they might be gay. A lot of women like me think that they're asexual and, you know, that they love their partner, but they just are asexual. And I've learned now that that's definitely not the case for me. Obviously, it is the case for some people, but I just didn't really see that. I I really just didn't have an attraction to wanting to be with a man. And that was the problem. And it was not that I was asexual. I thought because we really got along with each other and we had a good friendship, but we also can kind of live separate lives and that doesn't bother me. That's like a good relationship. And I thought, you know, we'd been together for so long. So it's totally normal that I don't really want to sit with him or hold hands or do all these things. I just kind of thought that was normal because my parents never did those things. And so to me, that was a normal marriage. And in contrast, I would look at other relationships like my ex's parents. They've been married for a very long time and they are still in love with each other and you can see it and they like to sit together and, you know, be close or hug or be romantic. And I would look at that and thought it was actually weird. Like I would see them together being loving and be like, that is so weird. And that's normal. And so to me, I really just had the wrong idea of what a relationship should be. And so I think that definitely made it more difficult for me to see that I wasn't in love with someone the way you should be and rather that I just love them. When people ask me how did I realize I was gay, aside from the main thing of me falling for the girl that I'm with now, when I was going through this whole process of trying to figure out if I was gay or what was going on with me, I reflected a lot on my life, my childhood, 
crushes that I had, relationships that I had, and this kind of answers both questions, I feel like, on how did I realize I'm gay from looking back at all these things, and also how did I not realize I'm gay. So, growing up, I didn't really have an interest in anything romantic. I just kind of played with my friends and went to school, and that was my extent of my worries. I never had a crush. But one of the earliest memories I have in regards to crushes is when I was in kindergarten, I was playing with one of my friends, and I remember she asked me who I had a crush on. And at the time, I was so obsessed with Hilary Duff. I had a Hilary Duff binder where I would cut out articles, just anything I would see in a magazine, and I would make collages of her. And if she did an interview, I would pull it out. I also had specific Hilary Duff magazines, and those were untouched. I did not rip the pages out of those. But I did rip the pages out of all my other magazines and made like little collages. It was called the Hilary Duff binder. I had her posters all over my wall. I had all her Hilary Duff stuff in my room. A full obsession. And she was dating Aaron Carter at the time, and he was kind of the heartthrob of those years. And so, you know, I just said Aaron Carter, and I remember she had said that she had a crush on this guy in our class. And I remember I just chose Aaron Carter because he was just, you know, the only celebrity I knew that girls liked. And after that happened, whenever someone would ask me who my crush is, I actually would just say the person that she had said and just kind of took on her crush as my own. But prior to that, I had never thought about it. I had never really thought about liking anyone and it it wasn't really a worry of mine. And then I moved schools in third grade. And again, it was kind of the same thing. I wasn't worried about a crush. I just kind of was worried about friends and what I was going to do for recess and whatever. And when I got to fourth grade, a lot of my friends started having crushes on boys. And there was this one boy that I remember I asked him who he liked because everyone was just so concerned about who each other's crushes were and who they liked. So I remember I asked him who he liked, and he said he liked me, and I was flattered by that, and then after that, I would tell everyone that I liked him. And, you know, although I was flattered that somebody liked me, I didn't actually like him. It was more just the fact that he liked me. And then the same thing happened in fifth grade. My group of friends all had chosen someone that they had a crush on, and they all liked this one boy that I had no interest in at all. So... (laughs) That probably was a red flag right there that all the girls thought this boy was cute and I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, he's okay. But um, one of his friends, I guess, ended up liking me and I think my mom told me or something that he had a crush on me. And so after that, I had a crush on him. And then when we got to middle school, my main concern was just finding a close girlfriend. I just wanted to have a best friend that I could waltz around the school with, and that was my main concern. But all of my friends were getting boyfriends, and I remember I, like, asked my parents if I could have a boyfriend because that's what everyone else was doing, and they told me no, and um, I had a couple chances where I was asked out, and I remember I was too afraid that my parents would find out that I had a boyfriend. So anyways, but yeah, everyone I knew was getting a boyfriend, and 
I became so consumed and concerned about getting a boyfriend myself, not because I actually wanted a boyfriend, but because everyone else had a boyfriend and I didn't want to be the only one without a boyfriend. And I was also really lonely. I felt like I didn't really have a close girlfriend. And a lot of the people at my school had both. They had a close girlfriend and they had a boyfriend. And so I felt like I needed one of those two things. And so I was just kind of concerned with getting a boyfriend, but I never actually had an interest in someone specific. And I feel like this followed me throughout all of my school years. I was just always concerned with having some type of boyfriend kind of to validate myself and who I was and and to make me feel like I was someone that people wanted, someone that was pretty. I always just wanted to be like everybody else. I mean, I wanted to stand out in the sense that I wanted to be the popular cool girl that everyone loved, but I also didn't want to stand out and be the weird girl. I wanted to just be like everybody else and have a boyfriend and be cool and wear what they were wearing and be one of the popular kids. When I got to high school, I had a group of girlfriends, and I remember I really liked the beginning of my first year because we were all just friends that hung out in a big group. No one was really concerned about guys. We would go to, like, the dances, like, homecoming together as a big group of girls, and that was always so much fun to me. But as the school year went on, all of my friends were getting boyfriends or hooking up with guys, and... I started to feel that pressure. And so anytime I was doing something with a guy, it was always just because that was what everyone else was doing. And I knew that I would have to do those things at some point. So I kind of was like, well, I need to get it over with and and do those things just like everyone else. And so a couple of my girlfriends were hooking up with different guys and I felt like I needed to do that too because those were the girls that all the guys wanted to talk to. Those were the girls that were really popular. And so I was trying to seek out different guys and anytime I did something sexual with a guy, it was always because I knew that other girls were doing it and that I would have to do that at some point and that I just needed to get it over with, that I just needed to do those things because eventually I'm going to have to do them. So why not get it over with and do it now so I can learn how to do it? And I was always just concerned with performing well. I was always just concerned with what people would say about me, if I was good or bad. And it was never me wanting that experience or really liking someone and having feelings for someone. It was always just, I need to perform. I need to be good. I need people to like me. And this is what everyone else is doing. And I was always doing everything because I just thought that that was what you had to do. It was never for me. Another thing that I think contributed to me not realizing I'm gay and kind of the compet thing is I grew up in religion. And I actually grew up in religion by my own account. My parents did not go to church at all. They did not take me to church. They weren't brought up in religion. But actually, I used to go to church with my neighbors. That became kind of like a second family to me. But in church, it's a man and a woman who are married, and that is how you're brought up. And everyone in that church is straight, and they are a man and a woman with kids. And so, again, it was just another thing in society telling me, like, this is the way it's supposed to be, uh, to the point where I actually kind of thought that being gay was like, not what God would want. And I never 
I had a, I actually honestly had a lot of internalized homophobia from both church and just society. I want to do an episode in the future talking more about religion and all that stuff, but I do think that did play a big role on one of the reasons why I did not realize I was gay. So, how did I know I was gay? The obvious answer is I realized I was gay because I fell for a woman, but the more comprehensive answer is after falling for the girl that I'm with now, I started to realize I was gay, but it really was me looking back on my past experiences, my crushes, my relationships that made me see that I was gay. And again, that's kind of also the reason why I didn't realize I was gay because of society and because of the way I viewed the world and relationships and how I thought that things were supposed to be. I also didn't have any representation of anyone who was part of the LGBTQ community growing up. I mean, my mom had one gay friend that I I didn't know, and I don't know that my dad had any gay friends, and so there was nobody around me that was gay. So yeah, there were a lot of things in society and just my world that kind of contributed to me not realizing I was gay, but those were just some of the things that I think really contributed for me personally. If I sat here and went over the Am I a Lesbian Master doc, I could definitely give you a few more instances in my life that kind of made me realize this. But overall, I think those are kind of the main things. Just my parents' relationship, me growing up in religion, and the society that we're in, and also me just wanting to be like everyone else and fit in. But if you are struggling with something like this, I do recommend going through and reading that Am I a Lesbian Master Doc. Most girls read it when they're going through this, um, and it may or may not resonate for you, but I think there's a lot of experiences in there that really make you think or help you reflect on your own life if you're struggling with something like this. If you have any questions about what we talked about today or anything else or even just suggestions for future episodes you can find me on instagram at realizations so yeah that's it for today but join me next time so we can continue on this journey together I didn't realize I'm gay because society tries to make you think that you need to be straight and you know what you don't need to be straight you can be gay and that's okay